0: Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Father, thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive and together our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding will come forth. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Alright, so, all through Wednesdays, we're going to be having what I call the Wisdom School. Okay? And basically, I'm going to teach on something called People, Places, and Purpose. Everybody say people. People. Places Places and Purpose awesome. Now, I want you to pay very, very close attention to this message because it is absolutely life-changing. And I believe that it is a message that would help us to be able to fulfill destiny and to experience kingdom success. All right? Now, we, we have three Wednesdays, so we're going to look at people this Wednesday, places next Wednesday, and purpose the final day. Okay? So we're looking at people, places, and purpose. So I said people, places, and purpose are determinants in life and in becoming successful. Now, if we want to talk about living a successful life according to the standard of God... People, places, and our purposes are determinants. Praise God. Now, what's the word determinant? What's the definition of the word determinant? The word determinant means, according to the Webster Dictionary, a factor which decisively affects the nature Or outcome of something. So... The word determinant means... A factor which decisively affects the nature... Or the outcome of something. So let me give you an example of a determinant. Let's say they are playing a football match. Okay? And it's... A football match is 90 minutes. It's 89... It's 89 minutes. And then the... The, the, the referee gives a penalty. Now, because of that penalty given at the 89th minute, um, uh, the, one of the clubs won the match. So, in describing the match, listen carefully to this, in describing the match, we can say the penalty was a determinant. Do you follow that now? Because that penalty that was given either wrongly or rightly, adversely, determined, or affected, come on now, the outcome of the match. Did you follow that? Come on, follow me now. Did you follow that? So, what that means now, you've got to listen to this carefully now. What that means is, if that penalty wasn't given, the match would have been a stalemate, would have been 0-0, zero, zero, would have been draws. But because that penalty was given, it affected, listen carefully, the outcome of the match. Now, it affected the outcome of the match to such an extent that one side was the losing side and one side was the successful side. Did you follow that now? So we say people, places, and purposes are major determinants in life. Now, I I want you to put that back into the match example. What this simply means, this is the summary of the message, that people, places, and understanding your purpose will actually have a great impact on the outcome of your life. Do you follow this? All right. Now, many people want to have a successful life, but they do not pay attention to the core determinants. They, they, they want their lives to be okay, but they don't pay attention to these things. Even if they pay attention to them, they don't pay attention to them to the degree they should pay attention to them. So I want to show you two pictures. Do we have the pictures up? I want to show you two pictures. Okay? Now, you need to have the proper perspective about life. So I'm going to show you two pictures right now. And so for those who are doing audio streaming, I'm showing the picture of a tree and an iceberg. For those who are doing live streaming, video, I hope you can see. For those of you who are doing (laughs) in-streaming, of course you can see this. Okay, so what do you see on that? Come on, everybody talk to me. What do you see? You see a tree, right? Do you see a tree? How many of you see a dog? Okay, you see a tree. Is it a tree? (laughs) I mean, answer with some confidence. Is this a tree? Okay, some of you are now looking like, "Mm," it's almost looking like, I'm thinking, no, it's a tree. Okay, now, but what do you see? There are two parts to this tree. What do you see? You see what? The roots. And then you see what? The leaves. If you're... Now, what most people see in life and what in life is the fruits, is the leaves. But they never ask about the roots. So f- for instance, if you go to the hospital and you see a medical doctor with white coats, uh stethoscope on their shoulders, handwriting you cannot understand, you know. You you, you like that life. Now listen to this. That life that you're seeing in that office for that one moment is eight years of rigorous study. So, pay attention to this now. The doctor you're seeing is the fruits. The eight years of study, exams, reading, whatever, school fees is the roots. If you want to have direction in life, stop looking at the fruits. Ask yourself, what's the root required to create this fruit. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Come and talk to me now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, listen carefully to this. The determinants of this tree, what will adversely affect the outcome of this tree, is the roots. So, what that means, is that if the roots are small, the tree will not be big. It will not be, it will not be large. When winds come, the tree would fall. Do you agree with me? Alright. So, what that means is that if you want to have a strong life, you've got to be able to have a strong root. And and we said, what are these roots now? We said the roots are what? The determinants. And what are these determinants in the context of our school? People. Come on now, talk to me. People. Places and what? And purpose. So in your purpose, we'll put it understanding your purpose. I need you to follow this. I'm taking my time as... As much as I can, so you can get this. Now, um, there's another picture. See the iceberg? The iceberg picture. Now, when you see the iceberg, on top of the, the, the sea, that's the sea, if you hit the iceberg, it looks like a very small iceberg. Right? Well, it was said that the Titanic hit the iceberg. I know many people don't know, you know, what they like about the Titanic is the love and the crying. Now, the, the iceberg looks very small. So if a ship comes against the iceberg and the ship, it's, something happens to it, what people are going to look at is, why? Why did this small thing affect the ship? Am I right? Oh, come on, talk to me. Am I right? Yes, sir. But that's not the true nature of the iceberg. Underneath this iceberg is what. It's a massive whatever is there. Do you my, massive big eyes? Let's just turn it upside down. On top, you have iceberg. under, you have big eyes. Now, what am I trying to say? Stop focusing on what people are seeing in life. What people don't see is what makes you. That's why your character is a determinant. Do, do you understand this now? Most times, come on, what do we focus on? We focus on our hair. Come on now, talk to me. We focus on our makeup. Come on, talk to me. We focus on our shoes. Yeah? What do we focus on again, guys? What do we focus on? Our phones. Our beers. We don't have beaded guys in this church. If you're watching online and you're beaded, we need some beaded guys to join our church. All right. Now, we focus on all of that. So, we've got this extensive, beautiful package laying on a character that's not solid. Now, let's look at people. The spiritual realm and the earthly realm, which is more powerful, it's the spiritual realm. Alright. It's the spiritual realm. Are we right? Now, how many people pay attention to the physical realm and don't pay attention to the spiritual realm? How many people get up every day without praying? Yeah, How many people get up every day without studying the word? How many people get up without talking the word? Confessing the word? So even though they believe That the spiritual is the one that controls the physical They don't act it But you don't know That the determinant of your day Can be because you spend time before the Lord So can you see how understanding this message Will, will just make You will change how you live Okay, so let me give you a natural example you can understand. Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook. How many of you have seen him dress? He uses shirts. You know, he's got one, just one color, one brand of shirt that he, T-shirt he just uses. And when they asked him one time, he says it's because he doesn't have the time to be going through wardrobes all the time to think of what to wear every day. So it makes it easy for him. How many of you think if I wear one T-shirt every day, you would think that there's something wrong with me? But how many of you know that because it's Mark Zuckerberg wearing that one t-shirt every day, nobody thinks anything is wrong with him? So do you realize that actually it's not the dressing that makes you, it's who is wearing the dress? And that's why poor people remain poor because they are trying to dress to impress the rich when they don't have money to pay for what the rich has. And they are indebted in their clothes and that's the capital spelling of foolishness. If you're in this church, if you listen to me all the time, you must not owe on anything called clothes. If they invite you for a party, you don't have money to buy the clothes, sit at home and live stream the party. Because your peace of mind is a determinant to your success. Are you following this now? Now, people, the people you meet... The places you go to and understanding of your purpose is key to life. This defines, this defines and would keep defining your life. Because there is something about being successful and maintaining that stage of success. Do, do you understand this? A lot of people do the right things to get to where they need to get to and then when they get there, they, they pause. You cannot apply the pause button in life. You have to keep working. You have to keep studying. You have to keep reading. Now, look at this. If you're going to be strict in life, if you're going to be strict in life, be strict with your associations, of about people, be strict with your geography, where you go, and be strict with your sense of purpose. Your associations, your geography, the places you go to, and your sense of what? purpose. Okay. Now, three relationships that will define everything about you. I'll come back to this page. Number one, your friends. Your friends. We're going to deal majorly with the friends issue because this is the biggest. Your friends. Number two, your mentors. Your mentors. Your mentors are big determinants in your life. Because... Mordecai was involved in the life of Esther, Esther became a queen. So listen to this. Esther was an orphan. But Esther got a mentor in the person of Mordecai. Fatherlessness is not an excuse for failure. If you did not have a father, you should get a mentor. Do you follow this now? Now, actually, I'm going to spend time to teach about this because I realize most of us don't understand it. Actually, the church is designed to be a spiritual family. Now, this is it. The church is designed to be a spiritual family. People want to be on the receiving side of the love of the family but not the correction of the family. If you have a a family that's only filled with love without correction, it will be dysfunctional. Come on now. Are you you still here? Alright. So, your mentor, Paul... Define the life of Timothy because Paul got involved in the life of Timothy. Timothy became a pastor at a young age. He needed his mentor to tell him, Let no man despise thy youth. He needed his mentor to tell him, stir up the gift inside of you. One quality mentor in your life will define everything about your life. Are Are you following this now? So we're looking at people. Then you have your role mothers. Who are your role mothers? So, if your role model, if you if you have a role model that you shouldn't have, it'll define the way you act. Most children, most teenage children, are rebellious. Listen carefully to this because they chose other people to be their role model, who is not necessarily their father. Let's assume you've got you, you came up from a good home, so you came up from a healthy home, you came up from a good home. But Ma, uh, what's the guy's name? Ma is it, what's his name? Mali. What's the Malian guy's name? What's his full name? Naira Mali, yeah. So Naira Mali is your role model. And so what that means is that the belt your father bought for you, you don't need to wear them anymore. Are you, are you following this now? So you're saying how your role model, who is Naira Mali, everyone now, is defining what you do with your belts. So even though you're a complete human being, you're under the influence, you are a Malian. And what that actually means is that you now develop this whole sense and system of life that although you are coming to church, but Nairamal is actually your spiritual father. So you listen to me for the sake of listening, but I'm not actually the one dictating how you live because you've got a role model. And your role model is a determinant in your life. These, These are very critical issues. And this is the struggle we have in raising our kids because when you have your child at home and your child has chosen a role model outside that is not godly, now you are confronted with a system of dealing with influence because modeling is influence. Come on, are you following this now? Yes, sir. So, for instance, if 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 somebody says, "Uh, uh, I, I'm, I, I mean," I, I, this is Bible. This is church. But I'm using all of these secular influence because that's what we deal with. So if somebody says, oh, he likes Bob Marley. Then he starts speaking Jamaican English. And starts saying Rastafar And starts saying Yoman. His, his intonation and his appreciation of the English language is changing because of his role model. Are you, are you here? His perspective, his worldview is changing. And that is why I don't see you understand how believers have secular people as their role model and expect to live a godly life. Because whether you like it or not, you subject yourself under the system and the influence of the man who is your role model. Are you following this now? So we're still looking at people. So we're defining the three classes of people that will determine your life. Your friends. Your mentors and your role mothers. You've got to think about this message. Because it's life changing. So, let's go back now. Let's, let's start with your friends. Let's deal with those guys. Write this statement down. The people you meet in this life would never leave you the same. The people you meet in this life would never do what? leave you the same. The places you go to in this life, or the places you are in right now, would never leave you the same. So, if you find yourself in... If you are... If you find yourself in the wrong place, it will affect you. And I'm going to deal with this uh, next next week. Power, The power of places. Do you realize... That when Jonah got on the boat, people who were traveling for their own business lost their goods. Come on now. Because they had a disobedient person in their company. So sometimes in life, you do not pay for only your actions. You pay for the actions of those who are closest to you. Because just as their blessing rubs off on you, their curses also rub off on you. Let me use the word misfortune. Are you you following this? The the overriding purpose of your life, when understood, would never leave you the same. If you understand your purpose in life, it will never leave you the same. These things are the roots to the fruits. Many people chase the fruits. Many people chase money. Hmm? Many people chase position. Many people chase influence. And what's their definition of influence? Then they watch all these music stars hang behind some convertible cars and, you know, pose like, yeah, with wine and everything. And you see that you're struggling to meet up with that image because that's what they define as life. Now look at this. If this If there are three things you need to watch carefully and never make an emotional decision about it, it is people, places, and purpose. You don't need to be emotional about it. It's people, places, and what? Purpose. Everybody say people. People. Say it one more time. Say people. People. Places Places. and and purpose. Man was created for relationships, so we cannot remove relationships in life. Yet, relationships would ultimately define man. You, fo- you follow this now. You were created for relationship. But then if you don't discern your relationship, your relationship will define you. So man was made for relationship, then the relationship makes the man. Are, are, you, are, you, are you following this? Talk to me. Are you following this now? So we were designed to relate. But as we relate, that relationship now designs us. That's why you realize that every bad thing you learn, someone taught you. And every good thing you learned, someone taught you. Even if it was a demon, the demon was in someone. Because demons cannot operate without human means. Right? Are you learning something? Alright, let's go on. In Genesis 2.18, look at this. The Bible says, God said it is not good for man to be alone. Go to Genesis 2.18. You can write the scriptures down. I want us to finish this today. Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. So it's going to make a helper suitable for the man. Go to Genesis 3:12. We've dealt with this. When, when the man fell, what happened? Genesis 3:12. Look at this. Genesis chapter 3, verse 12. When the man fell. And, and God was talking to the man. What happened? Come on, look at this. Everybody read this loud once you go. The man said what? The woman you did what? You gave to be with me. So you realize that when Adam was confronted with what happened... Adam said, you know what? It's the people that was around me. It's the woman you gave to be with me that gave me the food to eat. So what Adam was trying to say is that if the woman was not there, I would not have eaten. (laughs) But how many of you know that that decision took Adam out of the garden? How many people's lives are ruined today because they listen to their wrong friends. How many people are doing what they shouldn't do today because they listen to someone they shouldn't listen to? Are you seeing how powerful this thing is? So Adam quickly said, Hey, it's not me, it's the woman you gave to be with me. What that means is that the woman you gave to be with me impacted on my decision. That's why if you are a wise man and you marry a foolish woman, you will ultimately sometimes make foolish decisions. Vice versa, if you are a wise woman and you marry a foolish man. Abigail and Nabal. Are you following this now? Okay. No relationship leaves you neutral. No relationship leaves you neutral. Whatever, whenever people get involved in your life, this is what's going to happen. They are either going to take you backward or they are going to take you forward. Nobody comes into your life and leave you the same whether in the church, whether at the workplace, whether in your compound, whatever person come into your life, that's going to be movement. Now, the question is, in which direction? Are you following this now? There's going to be movement. So, the question is, which direction? Will I be moving forward, or will I be moving backward? Because... Anybody that gets into your life impacts on your direction. Is it that they are slowing you down or they are fast-forwarding your movement? How many of you think if we understand these things, we'll be more careful? And some of you feel like, oh, ah, I wish I heard this message 10 years ago. Whoa, whoa, the people, I know them. So, so Adam said, it's the woman you gave to be with me that gave me the fruits to eat. But life has been designed in such a way that you don't explain the consequences of your decisions. You leave them. Choices have consequences. I cannot control what choice you make. But whenever you have made your choice, be ready for the what? The consequences. Now look at this. No relationship leaves you neutral. It's either forward or backward. Sometimes these movements are not very visible, but they are becoming strong determinants. This is where people miss it. Sometimes people don't know they are making progress because it doesn't show. Sometimes also people don't know they are moving backward because it's not like somebody gets in your life today and then everything starts going down. No, you start pointing to witches. And Satan is a bit wiser than that. But if you watch your life over a period of time you've stayed with people, you would realize what the progress is. Some of you that have children, you don't know when your child grew. You know, one day, I, one day my, 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 son, my son said something in the parlour. So I thought people came to walk, So I came out of the room. I saw that I was the one. Because as he's growing, his voice is changing. Alright? His body is changing. He's growing taller. He's, he's, he walks into the room and you're almost like saying, Welcome, sir now we didn't feed him and say grow 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 change your voice this food is to change your voice spaghetti will change your voice your voice must change no we didn't do that we kept feeding him we kept feeding him we kept feeding him we actually didn't know how he grew we woke up and realized he's growing we woke up and realized he's growing Praise god Are, are you following this now now you cannot tell at what point he's going. That's what the scripture says. It says it's like a man plants a seed and goes to sleep and cannot tell how the earth produces. You might not know that you're losing track. It will not show. You might not know that you're making progress. It might not show. But five years down the line, you look back and you say, Wow, because I met this man. Look at where I am five years Esther did not know that the encounter with Mordecai will make her the queen. But realize when she became the queen and she needed to save Israel. And she was like, you know, I can't go and meet my love. They will just kill me. A mentor does not speak to your emotions. Speaks to your sense of purpose. Looked at her and said, listen, if you do not do what you need to do, God will raise up help. This is not love we are talking about. This is Destiny. Because most of you want mentors who are emotional. Are you following this? A mentor does not speak to your emotions. A mentor is not to pet your emotions. Your mentor is to speak to your sense of purpose. So that even when you don't feel like doing something, you have to do it. That's what a mentor's role is in your life. If a mentor goes by your feeling, both of you will become failures. Because feelings has never made anybody successful. How many of you really felt like coming to church today? Some people didn't feel like it. Like, I don't go there, you not call me. Where, where did you go to? Where did you go to? Every time they'll be calling somebody. Somebody, Is somebody not a mature man to know that if you come to church, you come to judge. Let me just go. Hey, I started again. People, every time, friend, 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 friend. <laughs> are, are you following this now? But you realize that with time, you can't tell. And if it's a, it's, if it's a progressive movement, it's beautiful. But you realize that if it's a retrogressive movement, if it's a movement that's taking you back, sometimes you realize it's too late. Some people did not complete school. Not because their parents could not pay their school fees. They worked with people who were stubborn and they jumped out of the window. Are are you following? It wasn't common. How many of you, I know, we know guys like that. All of us went to school with boys like that. That school fees was not the problem. Friends was the problem. Now, this is the sad thing about life. Nobody tells you they have bad friends. And that's it. I mean, as I was studying this thing, I was thinking about it like... Nobody comes and says, this, my friend, is bad. Nobody ever admits, including the kidnapper. Say, I don't trust many people in this life. But you see, this, my friend, that is stealing. I trust him with my life. Do Do you understand? So, the point now is, how do we know who to walk with? Scripture tells us. So that means, as I spend time with the Word, the Word now becomes what I will use to discern who I can go with. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now look at this. Psalm 1 verse 1. I'm sure you've never seen Psalm 1 verse 1 from this perspective before. But it's a beautiful one. Now, now Psalm 1 verse 1 will just make meaning. Me. For the first time, say, ah. Now I understand. Wednesday service time is too short, especially when I'm sitting. Psalm one verse one. Come on, are we there together? How blessed is the man who does not do what? Walk in what? In the council of who? Come on, everybody say the wicked. Number one. No stand in the path of who? The sinners. Come on, somebody say number two. Number two is sinners, right? Number three. Nor sit in the seat of what? scoffers or those who scorn at the word of God. How many of you understand that in this one verse the scripture tells us that not walking in the counsel of the wicked, not standing in the path of sinners, not sitting in the seat of the scornful if you can just do these three things, the Bible says you are a blessed man. Just by not finding yourself in the midst of these three people, God says forget your matter is finished, you are blessed already. Because you don't receive the counsel of the wicked. You haven't even done anything yet. Just the fact that you are not in their company. God says you are blessed. Because God knows that if you are not in that company, then you would find time to meditate on something. Look at this. Derinah says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. I've never seen this but I saw it in my office today and I said thank you Jesus. And you know what the Lord showed me here from this verse of scripture? Because this man is not spending his time in the counsel of the wicked, in the seats of scorners, and in the paths of sinners. He has time to meditate on the word of the Lord day and night. Because if he were to be in the midst of these people, the law of the Lord will not be their dominant conversation. Do you get it? So the reason you don't have time to serve God is your association. Because if you have somebody who is always checking up on you, if you have somebody who is saying, Hey, why are you not in church? Are you following this? If you have somebody who if you have somebody who's gonna give you that accountability, you find yourself meditating on the let's go quickly. Whoosh, time is gone. Uh, I feel like asking you to come back tomorrow. Verse 3. He will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water. Now, how is this man going to become like a tree planted by the water? Because he is not associating with all of these people. He's now meditating on the word of the Lord day and night. That meditation is deepening his roots. Come on now, in the word. If you read the book of Ezekiel, it says, the mighty waters made me grow strong. So as he's deepening his root, the Bible says, he yields his fruit in season, its leaf does not wither, and come on, whatsoever he does, glory to God, will prosper. Now, it tells me that if I want whatever I do to prosper, the first thing, very important, is not just meditating in the word of the Lord. The first thing is checking my associations so I can have time to meditate on the word. Because people want to have all the wrong associations and they want whatever they do to prosper. It doesn't work. Come on, are you following this now? Are you following this now? So, Psalm 26, verse 45. It says, I do not sit with the deceitful. I do not sit with the deceitful, nor do I associate with hypocrites. I abhor the assembly of evildoers and refuse to sit with the wicked. Come on, look at the, look at the psalmist. He's just pointing, you know, with the deceitful, I will not sit. With hypocrites, I will not associate. With evildoers, I will not be in the assembly. With the wicked, I refuse to sit. The man emphasizes all the relationships. And you see, when we're talking about this, some of you think, some of you think, man, these are just wicked sinners, courting people. I will not join courts. No. You know, the scripture calls the heart of unbelief the heart of wickedness. You have friends that don't know how to trust God, don't have faith. Anytime any problem comes, the first thing is human solution. Who do you know? Who can we call? You have that, your uncle. You and before you know, you'll be doing things you shouldn't do because you just want stuff. And you have people who will encourage you doing that. Who is a hypocrite? Says one thing with his mouth, lives another life. Always in church, very active. Checking Monday to Saturday, there's no trace of Christianity. He's only a Christian Sunday for two hours. That's a hypocrite. Because the word hypocrite in the Greek actually means to wear a mask. And what does it mean to wear a mask? When you put on a mask, we don't know your real face. You understand that? This is my real face. Are you following this now? You need to go back home and meditate on this. These are very strong stuff, I'm telling you. No one ever agrees their bad influence. Everyone justifies their friendship, so there must be a biblical worldview to our associations. Look at this. Are you becoming more spiritual or canal? Are you more on the fence now when issues come up? What's your thoughts? Yeah, just okay, it's just fine. You know, you don't have any firm view anymore. There's no right and wrong in your life anymore. Hmm? What are the people in your life feeding or what are they killing? Write that down. These are statements that came to me by the Spirit. And in my study. you can't find them anywhere. They are not quotable quotes. <laughs> the people in your life right now, they are either feeding something or they are killing something. They are either feeding your flesh and killing your spirit or feeding your spirit and killing your flesh. Every association will feed something or will kill something. How many of you, you didn't like books, you didn't like to read before, and you got close to someone who liked books? Come on, what happened? What happened? Yes. You can't be close to me and not read books because our dominant conversation would be books. Are you following this? I've met people who say, I don't know how to read. See, just hang on. Just hang on. Two years down the line, they're reading. How did you know how to read? It wasn't that you didn't know how to read. You were around non-readers. There's nobody who came up of his mother's womb with cocaine. They learned to smoke it. There's nobody who started smoking cigarettes by default. See part of my purpose is to smoke. No. They took the first... Was that, drug? Would that be the right word? Took the first drug, and they coughed. And they say, it's okay. it's okay. It's okay. You'll be fine. We are here. As your mentor, we are here. They try to get, ah, not doing this. It's okay. It's okay, Just Relax. And the next day, two more drugs. After one year, one packet. After the next year, you have not been discipled to save others. You are not the one encouraged. you say, ask him. Ask him. Two years ago, he was coughing like you. Ask him. Share your testimony with him. You are now testifying in the congregation of the wicked. Nobody grew up sexually immoral. They were trained. You don't have a girlfriend? Say, follow me. Just, for, just relax. Tell you what to do. It's the same thing. Nobody grew up a prayer warrior. Somebody stretch them. Pray for 10 minutes. Pray for 15 minutes. Whatever habit you want to starve in your life, starve the person who feeds it. Whatever habit you want to grow, get closer to the person who will feed it. Are you, are you following this? Praise God. Look at this. All this is I'm telling you there in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Now, I'm going to take this gradually because I really think this is a good series. It says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Do we have the message translation? Do we have it? If we have the message, you can put it up. First Corinthians 15, verse 33. It says, don't be misled. Now, when it says, don't be misled, it actually means that you can be misled. Now, the word actually, don't be misled, actually also means, don't be deceived. Don't think that, is it there? Yeah, uh, message, I have that. Don't be deceived, bad company corrupts. Look at this. But don't fool yourself don't let yourselves be poisoned by this anti-resurrection loose talk you people who were talking about the resurrection of past now i want you to look look at what it says it says don't let yourself be poisoned by this talk that means this talk you're hearing is poisoning you it says because bad company will ruin good manners That means, if I have someone with good manners, and I want to destroy them, all I need to do is to mesh them with someone who would speak things that are not right. And after a while, those manners will be eroded. That's why I realize that when people are very spiritual, and they get into certain environments, and I say this, and I don't say it without any apology. Some of our folks, when they get out of this country, then they go abroad. You see them praying here. After two years, they'll start counseling you. You even pray too much in Africa. I'm praying too much in Africa. What is it? You fast and fast and fast and fast. What are you fasting for? Here we don't even fast. We take Jews and we just pray to God and God is still answering. <laughs> in their mind they have developed in their knowledge. But that's the same country where gays are marrying each other. That's the same country where there are high school shootings. That's the same country where people are marrying animals. And you're still fasting and drinking juice. Working three jobs. No time to go to church. I'm the temple of the living God. Where two or three are gathered. Me, my, my wife and my child. We are the church. Define that theology. After a while, prayerlessness sets in. But then there's a justification for it. There's light. The comfort that produces backsliding can never be from God. Because I'm going to teach about that. The dangers of prosperity. One of the challenges is that when a man begins to prosper, he begins to slack in his spiritual work. In fact, I will know a man who is more spiritual when prosperity increases his intensity for God. You know the way some of us are praying now? It's because we don't have money. You can share testimonies with you of people. Father, Lord, God, Lord. Bam, they hit the job. The Lord becomes loud. Oh, Father, we just want to thank you, Lord, for everything. We, we, we thank you, Lord. Then after a while, the Lord disappears. You say, we thank you, the man upstairs. <laughs> confusion it. After a while, you don't thank anybody. You just thank the universe. You, you, it's, it's a confusion of prosperity because poverty sometimes increases your spirituality. You need to trust God for transport, you need to trust God for clothes, you Now you don't trust God for anything. You cannot pay for sin. Because some people are righteous because they are poor. Because they can't afford iniquity. So sometimes and people say, you know, after my husband, your God just bless us. He just changed. No, the man didn't change. You married him in his poor state and never understood what prosperity would do to him. Are you following this now? So we're looking at people. Look at this. First Corinthians 15, 11. I think our time is gone. I'll stop here and then have to continue this on Wednesday. So this series is going to be long. Let's not rush it. Let's enjoy it. First Corinthians fifteen eleven. We'll end here. Look at this. Am I right? Uh, but now I'm writing to you. That you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or a sister, but is sexually immoral, or greedy, or an idolater, or a slanderer, a drunkard, or a swindler. Now, when you look at what Paul was saying here, he lists out a a couple of characteristics that people should not associate with. Praise God. I think I got my scriptures... I got my scriptures wrong. But then it says, But I'm writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or a sister, but is sexually immoral or greedy. He talks about those who are greedy. He talks about an idolater. He talks about a slanderer. The one who slanders other people. He says a drunkard or a swindler. The one who deceives other people. He says, I don't want you to associate with this kind of people. I don't want you to keep company with them. Paul lists out very clearly the people that you should not keep associations with. He talks about the greedy. He talks about the greedy. He talks about the one that slanders. He talks about the one who is a drunkard. He talks about the one who is a swindler. He says, don't even eat with such people. <laughs> Men, our solutions are critical. Let's look at this. Proverbs thirteen twenty. That will be our last talk. So I think what I'll just do is I'll teach you the message in a rolling in a rolling format. So if we if we continue here on Wednesday and we get into uh, places, we'll just continue that way until we finish. Last scripture, uh, Proverbs thirteen twenty. Proverbs chapter thirteen. And verse 20. Are you there? Look at this. He who works. Oh no, 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 no. no. Go back to Psalm 119. We'll, We'll continue from here. But let's go back to Psalm 119 verse 115. Oh no. Look at this. Psalm 119 verse 115. Psalm 119 verse 115. Thank you Lord Jesus. It says, Away from me. You evildoers, that I may keep the commands of my God. Now, you know what he's saying here? He says, I want you, evildoers, to keep away from me so I can keep the commandments of God. You realize what this is all about? It's like saying that, listen, your associations will determine if you're keeping the commands of God. And for some of us, if we want to keep the commands of God, we'll have to separate People are determinants in our life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Come on, are you hearing what I'm saying? So one of the things you have to do tonight is you go back home and sit down and analyze every relationship. And tell yourself the honest truth. Is this making me go forward? And the funny thing about life is this, which is beautiful, is that there are people with the right value system all over the world. So if you go to anywhere, you will see people that are on fire for God. If you go to any church, you will see serious people. You would always find your type. Wherever. You would always find your type. Glory to God. Come and I say glory to God. Let's be on our feet. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We call this service blessed. We're asking, Father God, that you just help us today to discern our relationships. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, pray that light and understanding will come forth in your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, we encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email info at Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.